Hello everyone and a very warm welcome to this episode of the Scottish Paddlecast from the Scottish Canoe Association. You're currently tuning in to episode two of the People of Paddle Sport series where we plan on catching up with the diverse characters across the Scottish paddle sport community. I'm your co-host, Habby Litton. And I'm Roger Holmes. We hope you're all keeping well and we're delighted today to be joined by Leslie Aitkenhead who coaches at North Berwick Kayak Club to talk about young people in paddle sport. Hello, Leslie. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me on this. That's good. That's, you're welcome. Leslie, as a warm-up question that we're asking all our other guests, if you could paddle anywhere in the world, where would it be? Okay. Um, so, you know, I'd be happy to be on any grade two or three river, perhaps even the odd grade four. Um, a couple of years ago, I went to the Alps uh, with EKC Edinburgh Kayak Club. And it introduced me to the um, idea of, of paddling in warm, in warm climates. And so somewhere warm might be nice to paddle in. Um, and as well as river kayak, I enjoy sea kayaking in the last few years, canoed and I sup. Um, so I think probably to answer your question, my favourite would be perhaps a, a canoe journey down a lovely river in France or rivers in France would be what I would love to do. Nice. <coughs> Uh, that's that's really <laughs> sounds really good. Can you tell us a little bit about um, your journey into paddling? Well, I hope this is going to encourage a lot of older paddlers because um, I started at the age of fifty. Uh, my husband Jeff and Max had started paddling, and they um, kept on encouraging me to go. Um, and I, I I just wasn't sort of I don't know I wasn't particularly interested at the time. Anyway, on my 50th birthday, uh, Jeff bought me a CD on how to roll a kayak. And so from there, I haven't looked back. So I developed a bomb-proof roll, needless to say, um, but not, not, not many other skills. Um, but it allowed me to paddle out on water, um, and um, it got me out paddling, and which I've never looked back, and I love it. And it's been a great thing for our family. So, so you mentioned that you, you paddled sort of in different disciplines it's sea kayak kayak and, and sop um, and canoe, yes. Yes. And canoe. All, all of the crafts i do i love it i love water i love all the crafts so i've had a i've, I've had a go in all of them yeah uh-huh yeah. so how, how did you get involved in coaching the journey that i made um was at the time we joined the north Berwick kayak club which was run by founder members the lovely and wonderful uh, dave and hazel smith um and it was mostly a children's club at the time. So, uh, you know, um, Max was there and Dave allowed us to join in. So Dave's the most amazing coach. And his son was freestyle number one at the time in Britain and number six, I think, in the world when we joined. So Dave was really the Pied Piper of coaches. And he was just amazing to watch the kids. You know, you know he would take, you know, he would, they would have followed him off a 20-foot waterfall. He was just so wonderful with them and was a fabulous example on how to work with children. However, they left. We were very sad when they left Fort William. And there were only a few um, adults in the, in the club. And so we were leaderless. And so we all had to get qualified. And there were about four or five of us who did that. And that's how I got into coaching. Oh, brilliant. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, so through a need, you had to, you had to start, start coaching. Yeah. Otherwise, the club would never have, have carried on. So, Leslie, why do you feel it's important to attract um, young people to our sport? 
Well, if you learn to kayak as a youngster, it's so much easier um, than learning skills as an adult. Um, as children learn so much better from young coaches close to their age, so these young people then turn into coaches and it just gives this love, lovely free throw through. Also in terms of performance, the earlier one starts out, the better chance one has at performance and competition levels. Um, I just think the whole learning process is, 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 is so much easier if you start out earlier than, for example, when I did at 50. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish, I wish I had started out as a child. Uh-huh, Yeah. Even easier to get that bomb-proof roll. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, Leslie, what, what do you feel makes a club attractive to youngsters? Like, what have you seen happen in the past that, that works? So we're a purely recreational club, and, and there's very much a social aspect to it. So youngsters love to come meet each other and, and, and be part of a, a, a social a social circle, if you like, with their friends. Um, they also, you know, what what attracts them to something like kayaking is that they love water. Um, and the idea of traveling on water in a craft from A to B is, is very appealing. Um, and I think, you know, from the first lesson, we teach safety in the pool, not just for yourself, but to see yourself very much as part of a team. So they grow into this very tight-knit group that looks out for each other. We all look out. So we kind of see each other as a family. Um, it's also a very exciting sport. So I often take in pictures of my son coming down his latest exploits, going down a waterfall or some big water or something. And they all look at us and say, this is, this is what you can be doing. And so it's, it is a very appealing and exciting sport. And I think the other thing is um, that makes it attractive is they can paddle as a family, which is really nice. You know? And in our experience, in our family, uh, Jeff, Max and I uh, paddled many, many times when he was little. Uh, we would go out on a Saturday or Sunday down the Scottish River somewhere, take a picnic and, and paddle, and, and we loved it. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I love paddling my family. It's great to get out and, and just yeah, it? enjoy yeah. it together. Yeah, yeah. So, so what, what do you feel is important to think about when you are coaching youngsters? What, what are the important aspects of coaching? Okay, so, so I... I, I Notice down a few things. So for me, the first thing when you're teaching kids is, is to build water confidence. Um, although kids love water, they have to work on being comfortable upside down. So lots of exercise that get them doing just that, you know, often being out of their boat. So encouraging capsizing all the time, swimming under boats, trying to get in upside down, all that, all the, all, you know, there's, there's loads of things one can do. But building water confidence along the way is, is huge, hugely important. Um, and I think the second thing I like to say is learning through fun, you know. So a lesson plan shouldn't look like a lesson plan. Um, you know, you have to read people well, so you have to involve them in how to practice something. And um, so, for example, you know, I'll say, well, look, let's think about, you know, how we turn our boat. And, and I've, I've done this, you know, and I'll start off with something like, you know, follow my leader and then we'll go away and do it. You know, the usual things, they explore, they come back and tell you what you've done and you talk about the stroke, etc. But then I often ask them, well, look, I kind of run out of ideas. What do you, what do you think exercises would you like to do? And they come out with these ridiculous ideas, but, but they're all great fun to give a try. And, and, and it also involves the club in thinking about, thinking about their strokes and the exercise that we're asking them to do. Um, and it's just a great way of involving them. So, so that would be uh, the next thing I'd like to say. Um, it's important, I think, also that kids learn that we're not 
teachers or parents. That's following on from the last point. And just, just, just you know, it's so, so, so getting them involved in, in what they do sort of breaks down that instructor-student divide. And, and I think, you know, it, it lets them understand that we're really just there to help share the sport in, and, and they're also part of that journey. So if they can come up with better ideas, all well and good. So varied activities is a must, okay? So flogging a particular stroke is absolutely... <laughs> it's a death it is, okay? So you just got to be varied and fun and, as you say, involve them. And I think activities always have to have an element of challenge in them. Uh, yeah. you know, so that's also important. Um, I think the other thing I would say is don't talk, just show. You know, kids learn in a different way from adults. They learn very visually. Um, they learn, they mimic very well. Um, and so, and, and you can get through a lot of stuff without words. Yeah. That's, that's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously there are some words, but, but the few, but it needs to come, the words need to come from them as opposed to you. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, uh, yeah. The other thing I say is kids love water. And so, so like spend time, you know, uh, on top of their kayaks and in or outside it, lots of activities to build up water confidence that helps them to be comfortable upside down, which I've said before. And the other thing I would say is that I've used is getting kids to observe each other um, and to help each other improve. So, so you know, not long ago, um, we were doing a little task where I asked them to go around a buoy. Um, and I said, you know, you just go down, paddle down, turn the buoy as, as neatly as you can, as close to it as you can and come back, sort of a U-turny thing. And um, off they went, and I got, so one with you, one at a time, and the other, so about four in the, in the group, and the other three kind of watched, and I saw, you know, what do, what do you think about that, and how could it improve, or what was he doing well? And it got a whole lot of, of, of um, you know, inspirational talk going on. And so somebody says, oh, we could have put in a rudder, or, you know, he could have done a better sweep stroke, he could have edited, you know. So there was all this kind of going on that was critiquing each other, which was really useful. And again, it starts to get them think about their patterns, which is great. Reinforcing their learning, their own learning by watching, watching others. Themselves. So it's not coming from the instructor, it's coming from, from them. You know, so they're helping each other, which is really important. Go over the same stuff in different ways to get them to talk about their session at the end. Ask them to remind you how to do stuff, all that kind of stuff. So repeating things all the time for children is really important. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of nuggets of wisdom there and I really hope the listeners at home made a lot of notes um, <laughs> uh, over that. Leslie, what, what do you think the, cha their, the challenges are of keeping people engaged in paddle sport you know, as, as they get older? Okay, um, what are the challenges? Okay, so um, I think showing progression is, is, is quite a challenge. And I think the paddle, word, the paddle awards go some way to doing that, which is really helpful. Um, uh, so, you know, when you, when you start off, as we do in, in the pool, we have a winter season in the pool, which is quite a long time to be in the pool. And it's kind of difficult to sort of simulate river conditions or ask them why they're doing a particular stroke. So you need to translate the learning in the pool into the outdoors. Um, so that they understand what you're saying, what you're teaching the pool has a, has a reason and, and a meaning behind it. 
it's important. So, for example, you know, you understand why leaning and edging is so important, why it's important to have a good, strong paddle stroke to get you out of trouble to a place of safety, you know, when you need to. Um, so I think those are challenges for us in our club um, because we don't have rivers really near us or rivers that have a lot of flow really near us to, to, to simulate that. So getting them out into different water locations can be challenging because not only we're quite far away, but it's also a challenge to get the families to give up a, a day to go paddling, you know. Uh -huh. they, they, you know, it, it, it is because it's a lot of, it's a big chunk of time, especially if you've got other members of your family you're having to look after. So it can be a big chunk of time. So it is, it is difficult for us at North Berwick to, to, to get real outdoor, um, you know, Sort of opportunities on proper on rivers and yeah yeah and to apply that knowledge that you've taught them yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's easier on the sea and we are a sea paddling club so 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 the sea works very well um, for that because we're right next door to the sea so so that that is there is no problem in terms of sea paddling yeah applying those skills to the sea yeah yeah yeah, yeah it makes so much more sense doesn't it having Sorry? It makes so much more sense if you apply the things you're teaching and then they, they understand why they're being taught it. Absolutely. And unfortunately, because seabirds are so big, you know, we don't really have, we don't, you know, our younger kids don't really see paddle because it's just, you know, we don't really have the proper vessels for it. And it's, so we tend to sort of introduce it at the age 14. Okay. Do, do you find there's a, a, a drop off between sort of girls and boys at, as, they, as they progress in paddle sport? I can't say that I've noticed any marked difference between boys and girls. I think many kids leave about, you know, 15-ish, perhaps. And I think um, it, it has a lot to do with bigger uh, school workload as they come towards exams and things. Uh -huh. And also, um, there is an attraction for the opposite sex that starts to grow at that time. And so the you know, parties start and think more interesting things come into play. Um, and so, and do you know what? That's fine, because um, I firmly believe that they've got the skills, the basic skills, and when they go to uni or to further education or pick it up later on adult life, they will always have those skills to pick it up and go forward when, when the time's right again. Uh-huh. That's, that's, that's interesting, yeah. I mean, mine have gone off and used those skills at university and things, which is great. Yeah. So, Leslie, what, what plans are there in place uh, between yourselves and your your club to get young people back to paddling as we come out of lockdown? Okay, so we are a small club and we've got coaches with limited levels. So at the moment we are, we, um, we really think of ourselves as a kind of startup club at the moment. So we will start up mm -hmm. our regular sessions on sea. We've started those and we're about to start them up in our local, in a local water facility, a little lake uh, close by. Um, and we'll follow the STI guidelines um, along those lines. And, and that's about as much as we can do at the moment. We've also said to members that if they want to paddle, they can write in and um, say what they would like to do. And one of the coaches can maybe pick that up and take them individually so that they could take them on a river trip even, you know, if they're qualified enough or, or to a place where, they're, uh, where there is, you know, they're qualified to do so. So, we, so we're giving, you know, our members um, the chance and opportunities to actually do something that's not organised essentially by the club. Uh -huh. that's, <clears throat> that's really good. <laughs> You've given us lots of advice on coaching youngsters and things. Um, 
of which I'm going to definitely take some away with me. Is, is there a particular activity or game that you find that kids really engage that you could perhaps share with us? Ooh, well, one of my most popular uh, games is a game called Sharks, um, which I think is, is uh, which we do at the end of every session, no matter what level you are, um, it, how experienced you are, it always happens to you at the end of a session. So um, Sharks is when uh, you get two, two folk who are volunteer to be sharks, and we do the music, the do-do-do-do-do-do music, and they get into the pool, and they swim around, and then they will capsize anybody they can get their hands on. All right? <laughs> so we do, even if it's your first session in the club, in the pool, we do this, because I think it's a brilliant way of um, helping people to exit, exit their boat in a, in a less planned way, and a less prepared way. So it's really important. And it's also a great way of you know, getting them to the habit of getting their boat and the paddle to the side. And then we make sure that they exit properly and they're using the right you know, um, techniques to, to get their boat out of the pool and stuff like that. So it's a great, great exercise. And people love it because, you know, the better you get, it's great for low braces and high, eventually your high braces, you know, if you're an experienced paddler, because you may have three or four people trying to, trying to topple you over. <laughs> That sounds great fun. I I, I am going to use that yeah. when we're back out in the pool. When we're back in the pool, I'm I'm <laughs> using. That. Yeah, well, the other one I I, I think I think is, is water polo, um, simply because um, we do it without we do it without paddles, um, and I think it's just a wonderful way of you you know getting into using your body because you know we sometimes we forget when we're kayaking we're not using the full strength of our body and, and when you're when you're hand paddling around and twisting and turning to get balls and knock people over and stuff like that you you are using and it, and it really brings that to the fore yeah so that's a good way to to use the con the body contact with the boat and the connect connectivity stuff uh huh oh that's amazing never never really thought you know hand paddling would really work those muscles sort of as a, is this like as a warm-up or is this part we of the main to, session we tend to do it either at the beginning or the end it's a great warm-up actually because before i give anybody a paddle if you're a beginner a complete beginner that's the first thing that i do is you you just paddle around the pool with your hands mm -hmm. and and you get to use you, you understand that you're using your legs and your body and your hips and you have to be connected to the boat to make it work and have control so yes it's a great thing but it's also a great reminder when you do paddle and you you know it's a great reminder that you have to do that ah that's amazing and on on sticking on the the topic of advice what um what advice would you give to other clubs who have youngsters in their club or looking to recruit a more younger membership okay well less formality is always a great thing yeah mm -hmm. um building water building water confidence through fun um, skills come in time, yeah. Don't worry if lesson plans get binned every every session. <laughs> you have to think on your feet. Um, and just have a lot of fun with them because, because you know, the more fun you have, the more fun they will have as well. So I think that's the, the key is just to think up imaginative ways of, of having a good time and throwing in a couple of skills while you can, <laughs> when, when, when and when you can, yeah. Um, and also kids get used to side down, so repetition in everything. So you need to repeat, keep repeating stuff all the time. And that's the best thing I can say. And involve them in safety from the first lesson, uh, not just as a recipient, but also as a team member. So you might sort of see, you might go and ask a youngster to go up and sort of ask another youngster or ask them to show them something or ask them if they're all right. So it doesn't always come 
from the instructors. It, it's part of the teamwork. So instruction is teamwork as well. Wow. That's, that's, that's brilliant. Yeah. No, inspiring youngsters to help each other and, and work together as a team. I think that's, that's really, really yeah. beneficial to the club as a whole. So yeah. I love the fun aspect. That's, so what do you feel is the, the best thing about coaching youngsters? Well, just that. They're great fun. <laughs> they're great fun. And they're so easy at learning things. So unlike adults, children acquire uh, learning, you know, they, they, it's not a cerebral process for them. You know, it's completely different. They use completely different things in their brain to, to do that. And so, um, you know, and, and, and I think at the end of the day, you're offering skills to keep them safe on water. If you have paddling skills, you know, you can paddle any craft. And you know, how many of us see on the sea when we see people going buying a, an inflatable and going out but don't know how to paddle it? You know, so. It's, it's nice to know that you have, you know, whoever the kids you're teaching um, have these skills to keep them safe whenever they go out onto the water. That's, that's really, really good, um, Leslie. I, I think it's, you've given us some really great tips on coaching youngsters, paddling them with fun, helping them to be inspirational and coaching each other. Some great games there for, uh, for us to go and use on, on some of our own lessons, which I will definitely be borrowing um, and really inspiring thank you very much for that well thank you for inviting me and I, I just want a slight disclaimer that you know do take everything with I know you said the very kind words but do take everything with a pitch of salt I don't want any um, SC educationists coming up and saying <laughs> oh that's not that's uh, not quite right so so it is my own I am sharing just my own experience no, I, I think learning through fun is it is a great way. It's br brilliant, brilliant, Leslie. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, yeah. thank you so much for inviting me on, on to talk about this. It's been a pleasure. No, no, honestly, the pleasure is all ours, and um, thank you, a big thank you for joining us today and providing us with such insight. A big thank you to our everyone listening at home. Be sure to like and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. We have more on the way, so make sure you subscribe today so you never miss out. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, and Apple. We hope you enjoyed listening today. Most importantly, be safe. Thanks again, Leslie. Bye. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank you all. Bye.